What's up, what's up everyone? This is Eddie Picasso and you are listening to the Secret Side Hustle Hack Show. And what you are about to hear is gonna blow you away. And if it connects with you at your heart and soul, you are not alone. At this very moment, I am over a quarter million dollars in debt. I've got no job and I'm barely hanging by a thread. To top it off, I'm only 30 days away from going life completely out. So, this show is a must follow to follow my next moves as I crawl out of this hole. The question that everyone asks is this, how do real bloggers like us who didn't cheat or really make money by scamming other people who have been hustling non-stop, how do we grow our audience and create extra income in a way that lets us get our positive message out to the world and still have a balanced life? That is the elephant in the room, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Eddie Pistachio, I mean Picasso. Hey, I'm Picasso, and welcome to the Secret Side Hustle Hack Show. Hi, I'm Eddie Picasso, and today we're talking with Ms. Cheryl Jacobs about tips, tricks, and secrets. Um, Every new person uh, needs to shortcut their way to success. And uh, creating wealth, creating wealth really has, uh, there's a different definition for everybody. There's personal wealth, there's financial wealth, and it's just uh, success in general that we want to talk about so we can get results even faster. And there's no better example than that than Ms. Cheryl Jacobs. I love what she's doing uh, on Facebook. She's got so many things going on. She's uh, just out, an outstanding entrepreneur uh, that I like to follow. I'm super humbled to be uh, following her and to be connected with her. Uh, so, Ms. Cheryl, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of background, education, and uh, experience? Well, hi, everybody. Um, I uh, have had 10 businesses in my lifetime, and uh, it didn't quite start out that way. I, uh, when I was 18, I married my high school sweetheart, and by 19, we had two children. But, however, we were living in poverty, and I literally had to go to the local churches to get milk, cheese, and bread to feed my children. And on top of it all, I was married to an, an al- abusive alcoholic, so I was kind of searching for a way to get out. And I would, I just graduated from college and was looking for something to get away from him, make a life better for my children and I. And as I was going through a divorce and poverty, I, I left my husband and shortly after my mother passed away and then my grandmother. So I could have pretty much let that all take me out or I could listen to the words my mother said and what she said was, you're smart enough and strong enough to stand on your own two feet. And I just took her words with me everywhere. And um, I was always an entrepreneur at heart. And shortly after uh, things looked up, I ended up booking a really big modeling contract with an agency and uh, kind of allowed me to get on my feet as I was working and making decent money. And then I landed my first very big contract, uh, graduated from college in an aeronautical engineering degree and pursued modeling which made my family very angry, especially <laughs> my father. But I, um, I, you know, I started my first business, a modeling agency, and uh, today I own 10 businesses. Uh, my, my ninth business is kidspartycharacters.com, which is I started with two, two employees, me and my partner, 20 costumes and nothing but a drive to succeed. Today we have over 200 characters. We are in four states, including Houston, which is our very first franchise that we just wow. franchised 
uh, three weeks ago. And we have over 70 plus employees. We're doing about, we went from two to three parties every weekend to about 20 to 30 parties every weekend. And this week, we, I'm launching my 10th business, which was, I started at Tony Robbins Business Mastery 2. It's called EliteFlightClub.org, where we book private jet charters for, you know, the wealthy nice. executive. You can afford to fly private. So I know it's two different, you know, two different realms, but I wanted to, uh, with my flight club, wanted to go back to my aeronautics and my love of flying. And I, I became a uh, pilot in 2005 as well. So that's my focus right now, franchising, building my flight club and flying airplanes from a, a teenage mom living in poverty. So, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. So that's my advice to everybody. That's super amazing. It's a great story. I remember reading your story when we first connected uh, on Facebook uh, about uh, the adversity that you had gone through to actually build the businesses, and uh, I was I was blown away by it. It was it was an, a super amazing story, and I just I knew I had to keep following you. And I, I recently saw that you had uh, the Elite uh, Flight Club, which was super amazing. I immediately shared that just because I thought it was so awesome uh, that you're doing so much. Um, and especially that's especially my message uh, that I'm trying to get out about overcoming adversity and uh, not just dealing with the uh, punches that uh, life throws at you and just it's it's not about it's not about how many times you go down but how many times you come back up like Rocky says right so that's uh, that's super amazing um, so what is a tip that you wish someone had uh, shared with you about creating wealth about creating these businesses when you f were first starting out? Well, some of the mistakes that I made when I was a younger entrepreneur, um, exit strategies, don't just let your business go. You can sell them. You can sell off parts of it. Um, you know, it's one thing that I learned about, learned at Tony Robbins. And another big thing, too, that I've learned now, being an older entrepreneur and, and the mistakes, is definitely surround yourself by the right people, the right team of people. Um, any naysayers, get them out of your life because it subconsciously just drags you down and it makes you second guess yourself. I mean, that is probably one of the most biggest thing that I've learned is surround yourself by a, a positive team of people who are, who are, who you want to be like, people who inspire you. Like my entertainers, I have entertainers who are so spunky and they go to these parties and, and parents just love them. Then I've had entertainers who can't show up on time. They think they're on some Broadway show. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're basically babysitting kids and playing games with them and face painting. I mean, you're not on Broadway, you know, but the ones that are like so energetic and they go in there, people love them, you know. And um, you don't even know how many people told me, you know, girls should not fly airplanes. Girls should not have businesses. You know, why are you starting another business? You, you have enough on your plate already. Get, get rid of those people. That's, that's the number one thing is, is the right people around you, the right team. And, and another thing too is bad things happen in your life. Everything happens. Bad things happen to everybody. In time, they pass. Just know that. Just keep pursuing through it. Just keep, keep your why in place. Why, are you, why do you want to do this? Why do, you, do you want to take care of your family? Do you want to take care of your children? Do you, do you want to prove the naysayers wrong? Whatever your why is, just... In time, if there, whatever happens that's bad, it's, it'll pass. And that's that's probably the biggest things that I've overcome. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, 
So as far as uh, pitfalls, what are the three biggest pitfalls of uh, creating wealth or uh, creating success to watch out for that would uh, really help the audience? Uh, what are the three biggest pitfalls to watch out for, in your opinion? Everybody's a guru. <laughs> when you start a business, they're all going to see and they're all going to come out of the woodwork. Do your homework. Find out what they've created. Find out who they've helped and, and see if they're the right for your business so you're not just hemorrhaging money out to people who really aren't going to get you any return on your investments. That's, that's one of the big things. Um, again, too, is the right team and delegating the small jobs like, um, you know, like if, if you're not good at dealing on the phone with customers or you're not good at customer service, find someone that can do that for you that's good with people. Um, so you can focus on the big picture. Always, always have like the right people to, to build your team. Uh, so just so like, so you can, so you can, instead of say you're, say you pay that person $20 an hour, but you're making a hundred dollars an hour doing an inspirational speech somewhere. You're still coming out ahead. So the, you got to look at the big picture and delegate the small jobs. That's probably the number second thing. And, um, and the third thing is probably entrepreneurship is a very lonely road. <laughs> get a dog, get a get a get a, a support system because there's going to be many times that you're going to be sitting behind a computer, building and and doing what you need to do to make your business successful, and it's 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 sometimes it's very lonely. That's probably one of the another thing that, that you really have to expect. So. Absolutely, I, I completely agree. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, touching on, on your point number two about uh, trading uh, trading between two, two things, paying somebody $20 to earning $100. A lot of people see uh, things like paying taxes. I don't want to pay more taxes. I don't want to do more because I don't want to pay more taxes. And it's those old stories, old limiting beliefs that hold them back from actually, I mean, it's a trade-off. I mean, do you really want to hold yourself back because you want to hold on to pennies or do you want to reach you want to take your moonshot and 10x your goals and i think that's huge i think that's a lot of a limiting belief that i come across a lot and uh tony also talks about your point number three is uh creating that empowering environment a lot of the times uh we come back from these events and we're super pumped up about being with super Im uh, amazing people with great energy energy and we come back home and it's all those people um, I heard John Maxwell call it the, uh, the uh, I think it was uh, the crab effect or something like that. It's like a, the crab bucket where you're trying to crawl out of the, the, the crab bucket and all the other crabs are trying to pull you down. That's what crabs do. And it's, uh, it's that empowering environment is, environment is very, uh, very important, I think. So that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you're going to always, if you're, if you're growing to the next level, you're going to have those people who don't want to see you go. You know, you might be their meal ticket or something, and you're slowly growing, and they realize that your your vibe does not match their vibe anymore. And so you're going to have those people who aren't doing it themselves or can't do it, can't figure it out. But you, that's the most important thing is you've got to got to let them go. As hurtful it is, they might be family members, they might be your friend for 20 years. You know. Um, you just gotta let those people go because they're the only only way to, to evolve to the next level 
is to surround yourself by the right people that are going to keep pushing you to a better you. That's the only way. And as hurtful as it is sometimes, you might have somebody who is really going to, you know, cut you down or scream at you or whatever on their way out the door. But that's the only way. It's the only way to go to the next level is to let those people go, unfortunately. Yes, you're absolutely right, uh, Ms. Cheryl. Uh, many times, our, our own loved ones are the ones that hold us back. As hard as it is to hear that, as difficult as it, as it is to hear that, uh, your own loved ones would uh, want to hold you back from succeeding. It's not because they actually mean harm. It's not because they don't want to see you succeed. It's because they don't want to lose you. They don't want to lose uh, they love you. They don't want to lose that love from you. They don't want to lose your attention. And uh, I think it's uh, Mike Jones, man. I'm going to refer back to Mike Jones on this one. He's got a song. Uh, well, I can't remember the name of the song, but he uh, he talks about his friends, right? He talks about, uh, I love you guys. I, I love, uh, and I think it's uh, kind of like a dual t type of deal with, um, what's that pastor's name? Uh, Joe, I mean, I think I may even have it on my phone. But anyways, so he talks about uh, telling telling his friends, his old friends, I love you guys, but I just need to succeed. I'm, I'm looking for more. I'm looking to become more, to be more. And uh, it's a great message. I love I love the song. I played it for a long time. I kept repeating, playing it over and over again uh, just because of the message. I loved it. Uh, Joe Olstein is the one he does a duo with. So it's a kind of uh, Joe Olstein comes out doing his little, his his, uh, not his little, but his uh, very important speeches, his very important message across. Uh, and then Mike Jones comes in uh, as a duo singing uh, singing his part or rapping his part. And it's just, that's basically the message of uh, speaking to his loved ones, to his friends, to his uh, whoever is in his life that uh, he loves them dearly, but uh, he's just, he's after more. He has got to build a family. He's got to provide he's got to build something big much bigger that he's after and it's a it's a great message and uh thank you miss cheryl for uh also sharing that and uh touching on that as, as well um the other great thing uh, that i wanted to recap on is uh she made a great point on um, point number two of uh building that team around you building that uh uh, dependable and not just dependable but productive team uh, I heard Steven Larson that well, we had him on the interview um, the last time a couple of uh, episodes ago uh, and he talks about uh, I think he may have mentioned it during the episode or I may have heard one of his podcasts uh, where he talks about uh, a great entrepreneur is somebody who can orchestrate uh, a business a team uh, who can delegate who can uh, really Really, uh, the greatest gift, the greatest skill that an entrepreneur can develop is uh, that of delegation, of being able to just orchestrate the team, orchestrate the orchestra, and uh, just act as the the middleman, pretty much. And just uh, because, listen, uh, as 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 solopreneurs, as side hustlers, we get into that habit of being wanting to be involved in everything, being able to have our uh, hands on everything, making sure that everything is done right. And you can only—it's not sustainable. You can only do so many things for so long um, before you're either wore out, you give up, you come across a hurdle, something that you can't do, and you just give up. And it's something that we've got to learn to to do to be able to let go and bring in the, that valuable team. Let people do what they're best at. Um, 
my my road is a little bit similar to it i like to have my kid i think like every other solopreneur every other side hustler i like to have my my hands on everything and that's mainly the reason why i've gone from doing real starting with real estate and then going into life coaching business coaching just because uh i wanted to develop myself i knew that if i was gonna if i if i was gonna succeed in business and if i was gonna succeed in my personal life i needed to resolve myself i needed to resolve some inner issues and that's why i went into that whole personal development journey over the past year which led me to wanting to do some life coaching some business coaching financial coaching uh been around the greats like john maxwell dave ramsey uh, I mean, of so many amazing people and it's been a great experience, but it's taken me from that to learning that skill, learning, be, being able to develop other people and help other people. And then uh, finding another gap, man, finding a gap. It, it, it's kind of how it happens. You don't really intend to take, a, take on every hat. Uh, put on every hat but it just happens that way because you realize that okay my i've gotten this down in my business i've gotten this down in my side hustle i've got that squared away but then now uh for example for me the way it happened is man uh i've got this great business model I've got, i want to help so many people but how do i get my message out and that's how when uh i saw russell brunson make those uh, three million dollars in 90 minutes at 10x growth con like oh that's what i need i need marketing now so i started digging into click funnels and uh just sales funnels in general and sales funnels led me to uh, Stephen Larson, and then that led me to uh, Dan Henry's actually, who I just started following the last couple of days, which has been a super amazing uh, experience. He's a knowledgeable guy, and then today I was watching a a podcast or a, I think it was a video presentation by Ryan Stuman. Man, uh, he's the hardcore closer, super amazing guy, super powerful. He's got that raw energy that I like, man. Giving it, telling, telling it to you how it is. Uh, another similar to Grant Cardone and Garrett White and all those powerful alpha males that they just have, they just give that energy, man. It gets you pumped up. And I, I just love that. But that's usually how it works. You, uh, you're working on your business, you're working on your side hustle, and then you realize that, okay, so I've got this squared away. Now I got to develop this other skill to uh, be able to fulfill that part of the business and so on and so forth. But uh, the key is to being able to let go of all these tasks. Listen, and good friend of mine, Leo, he told me that the last time I, one time I called him, I told him, look, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm frustrated. It's like, I'm, I'm, it looks like I'm jumping from one thing to another. I can't, I can't decide on what I want to do. I want to do life coaching. I want to do real estate. I want to do uh, marketing. I mean, what is it? And he pretty much uh, knocked some sense into me and told me, hey, look, you're, you're starting out. You're a solopreneur. You're going to have to wear every single hat, every different hat in your business. You, you're going to be the marketing guru. You're, you're going to be the the COO, uh, the COO, you're going to be the CEO, you're going to be the sales guy, you're going to be the customer service. you got to put every hat on when you're just starting out your side hustles and your, uh, your solopreneurship. And then the, the important thing is to realize or learn that once you, you've already built something, once you already have everything in place to be able to let go and start outsourcing or start delegating some of those uh, minute tasks, some of those tasks that... Uh, really anybody can do a VA salesperson. Uh, I heard Dan Henry talk about that earlier also being able to hire those VAs, salespeople and customer service reps. So it's very important to be able to scale your business once you're at that point. And uh, not only that, but also have surrounding yourself. And Ms. Cheryl talked about the same thing, uh, creating that empowering environment. And listen, if you're going to grow your business, if you're going to scale, if you're going to build a team, then you need to build it and surround yourself with 
uh, an empowering environment, people that are on the same mission, that have the same goals, the same values. You can't just build your team to scale just to scale, just for the sake of it. You have to be able to uh, bring on people that have your carry your same beliefs and values, because if not, you're going to you're going to clash. And uh, it's it's truly important to continue that that growth and to continue to build that uh, empowering environment. Uh, Ryan uh, Stuman talked about that also. That what was I going to mention? He said something about uh, was it Ryan or uh, or was it uh, Dan? Can't remember. But anyways, yeah, that's that's very important having that that uh, empowering environment around you and uh, be. It's, uh, it's important for your success, period, man. It's it's uh, it's very important. And uh, so I'm going to lay off my rant. I'm going to lay off my soapbox now. I think uh, I've uh, said what I wanted to say, what I wanted to get across. And uh, again, I'd like, to ta- I'd like to thank all of our expert interviewees. Um, provided just a lot of wealth of knowledge. Uh, listen, this uh, interview with Michelle Jacobs goes on for uh, a while longer. If you want to catch the full episode, the whole interview, you can always uh, log on to edipicasso.com backslash uh, secret dangers to wealth, uh, where you'll get access to all the three interviews from uh, Ms. Cheryl Jacobs, Ms. Ada Perez, and Mr. Stephen Larson and get all their wealth of knowledge so you can overcome uh, or watch out for the all the hidden pitfalls of, uh, of a successful side hustle and uh, how to speed up your success towards growth. So thanks for tuning in, guys. I love you guys. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe and leave your feedback. Do you want to collaborate and mastermind with other side hustlers just like you and toss ideas around? If so, join the Totally Secret Side Hustle Hackers Facebook group.